a white refrigerator. Girl, please put your shoes on. Let's go find you a home, honey. Ooh. Because I swear, they tried to kill your famous, your favorite bitch. And Tana always like, my man, my man, my man, my man. Bitch, your man left you for the hell. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. It's getting weird. You're listening to the Y'all Aren't Mad Enough About podcast with Antonio and Chai. Hey, friend. Hey, girl. How are you? Hanging in there. This pregnancy is kicking my ass, but we're getting through it. We're getting through it. How many months? left uh i guess four i'm five months pregnant so yeah right over that halfway mark yeah end of january so (sighs) look at this little aquarius baby yeah for the gen Gen zers out there's a little aquarius baby you know they heard that and already started saying things right (laughs) i'm also excited because it is like camsey's a sagittarius i'm a sagittarius i don't know much about astrology but I know that Aquarius and Sagittarius make good friends, and mm-hmm. you're you're an Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. My other best friend Kemi's an Aquarius, so it makes sense. Like I'm like I'm yes. excited because hopefully they get along well, you know. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Um, that's great, though. I mean, I'm so excited. I'm sorry that the pregnancy's been hard, but you know, hopefully we're getting over the hump. We're getting it up done. Ah, and you're getting ready for your trip. I am 30 days until I am on a plane get it, going to Southeast Asia for a month and then spending a week in Brazil just for some razzle-dazzle. But I just got my Coda Poxy backpack. It is so pretty. Like, I'm officially a backpacker. And it's so weird. I have not been using the word backpacker for whatever reason. I don't know why. It just didn't describe my experience. But now I'm like, Antonio... You got a back, you got an expensive-ass backpack. And the other day, I was looking at Tiva sandals. Oh, God, like, you a backpacker for real? <laughs> Not the Tiva. <laughs> that was the moment I was like, Antonio, you got to just start calling it what it is, girl. And I was like, oh, these are perfect. I'm going to buy them. And I was like, Antonio, yeah, you're a backpacker. Because when I think backpackers, I think white with dreads. Yes. And that's why I've been kind of like stick staying away from it. Like, first of all, I'm not staying in any hostels. Actually, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm staying in hostels because I have to. So I'm like, you know, but I'm staying in Airbnbs. It's not backpacking. I'm like, you're backpacking. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm ch- changing the brand of what a backpacker is. It can be a gay 30-year-old going through a quarter-life crisis. You too can be a backpacker. <laughs> <laughs> Love it for you. But have you like, are you overwhelmed with how much, what you have to pack for a month? No, I'm actually going to be very light. Like I'm okay. going to be very light, mostly because it's going to be hot. So it's going to be a lot of shorts. What I plan to do a lot of is like being in water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to really look cute either. Okay. Like, I'm look cute, but not like nothing fancy. Right. So no, I'm gonna I'm I'm really trying to pack like Jerron's obviously he's backpacked through Europe before, so he's been giving me a lot of tips. But he's he's big on the like do not be overpacking. You will be. Do you know what helps? What? I will say I use Chat GBT to make my packing list for Nigeria. I did too. I was like, how, yeah, many, yeah. how many things should I bring if I'm trying to pack light and what items should I bring? And it came up with a pretty good list. Listen, chat GBT helped me plan this trip. Right. Same thing yeah. for me with Nigeria. I literally was like, okay, I gave it the, I, at first I asked it in the prompt, like what information do you need to help me come up with the best packing list for me and my toddler? And 
It asks me for like the weather, how often I want to do laundry, like what type of activities we're going to do. And it like came and then I'm like, and put it in a table format. So right there, I had my spreadsheet. Perfect. I didn't even know I can ask it to put it in a table format. Oh yeah, that everything. I make it do everything. Be like, and can you please put it in a table format? That way you could just copy it into Excel. Yeah, yeah. You need to go out and do a series on that. That needs to be no, your next TikTok series. I was literally saying that I was like, yo, like I should try to start looking for like chat GBT prompts, like prompting jobs because I was always just like, how the fuck did you get it to do that? And I'm like, yo, I'm good. Like me and chat GBT, we are good friends. <laughs> When I say bedtime stories for Camp C, how do I explain? Bedtime stories. Oh, this is good. That's good. Yes. That's actually very smart. <laughs> also, a really good thing ChatGBT does for me is like, we're in the why phase of life where everything is like Camp C's why. Why this? What's that? What? ChatGPT, like in Nigeria, you know, a lot of begging she would see and like, you know, and I'd be like, how ChatGPT, how do I explain poverty to a two-year-old? That's really awesome, actually. And it very, does help. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's a real lifeline over here. I use it to plan meals. I do yeah. everything on it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But no, I'm not I'm not too struck. I'm also because I'm staying in Airbnbs, the one benefit is that a lot of them have washers and dryers. Yeah. So I'm gonna just lean into just like washing clothes and stuff like that. But right. overall, everything is booked now. Like all the accommodations are booked, all the flights are booked, like everything at this point is booked. So I can like breathe. I will say that was a much more stressful part process than I thought it was going to be. Mostly because it's a, it's a solo trip and you know me, I'd be over researching and analyzing. Yeah. So now that everything is done, I can actually like breathe and just kind of be excited for it. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for you. I'm hoping it's going to be a, it's going to be a great experience. I'm not having expectations that I'm going to come back and be just like, know what my life is going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go have fun and relax because I deserve it. And that's like where I am. You deserve it. Yes. Yes. But yeah. Well, you want to hop into the topics? Yeah. So first off, I have to discuss, like, y'all really need to leave Britney Spears alone. Okay. So, let's talk about the topic. Yes, yeah. Let's do that. So this week, Britney was dancing with some knives, you know, imitating Shakira at the VMAs where she did the knife dance, which Mm -hmm. honestly, like, knife dances are not that big of a deal. Like, there was just a belly dancer at my mother-in-law's party who was dancing with knives, you know? Mm -hmm. And people on the internet decided to call the police to her home and do a welfare check on her. Yeah. That's what happened. It's so frustrating for me because it's like, okay, so is it that because she has a history of mental health issues, she she can never be around sharp objects? Is that what you guys are on? Or that she doesn't have common sense not to, like, hurt herself? Like, Like, that's what I'm, like, so she has now made a statement where she put out a statement saying that they were fake, like, they're prop knives, right? But I don't care, even if they were real knives. Like, who cares? Yeah. She's an adult. She's a whole adult. And people be like, she need to be back in her conservatorship. She need to be back. And I'm like, oh, like, let us leave this lady alone. Please leave her alone. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If you don't want to see her, you don't need to follow her on social media. She is enjoying her life. She doing her little dance. She has common sense. The woman is not dumb. And a lot of it comes down to people like, and they do so people with mental disabilities. 
making it seem like she's just unable to do things. I don't say disabilities because she doesn't have a disability. Illnesses. Mm-hmm. Like she's unable to make common sense decisions. Like she's a she's a whole woman. That woman is a grown adult. Like exactly. she can make decisions for herself. She's not going to put herself in harm. She has not done that yet. Put herself in danger. So leave it alone. Leave her alone. That's right. And don't her. don't send the police to people's homes. Like Brittany yeah. had to put out like a damn near ACAM statement. <laughs> like, can y'all be cool and not send police to people's houses? Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. Do that. And I see that a lot with like, I know that happens a lot to like the teen mom girls. Mm-hmm. When from the show, like when they'll like post things on Instagram or they're like, I'm having, a, and then people send the police to their house. And it's like, don't do that. Like, first off, like police don't deescalate situations. They escalate it. You don't know yeah. what you could be potentially like. You send the police to my house to do a welfare check. And they see my husband and shoot yeah. him. You know, like yeah. you don't send police to people's homes. Stop doing that shit, please. Yeah. For the love of God. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm glad that she, I'm, it sucks that she had to come out and make a statement, but like, yeah, in the, in the story, y'all need to leave that woman alone. Thank Let you. her enjoy her life. All right. Did you have anything else you want to say about that topic? Mm-mm. The next topic is kind of annoying to me. Politics is so interesting. You can plan everything perfectly and shit could just start falling apart. The next topic is related to Hunter Biden, who's now indicted. He's he's His indictment is essentially because he lied. If I remember correctly, he lied about purchasing. He lied when he purchased a firearm. Like firearm, when you right. get a firearm, you have to, they ask you like, are you addicted to drugs or are you on drugs? Mm-hmm. And he answered, obviously, no. <laughs> he says not. And that's a crime. So he's being indicted for that. There was going to be a, a plea deal for it. And it looked like it was going to go through. It was for that charge. It also was for like not paying taxes. Like he lied on his tax, taxes. And it was going to come together. And then it just fell through. And now he's officially being indicted over it. It's annoying because, you know, Mag, they already are, are going to run this story into the fucking ground. And to be 100% honest, it's not even, these aren't even a series of crimes, y'all. No, but what I think is interesting about this for me is I'm curious to see the way, like, going for, like, these next couple of weeks, the White House packages it. Because at the end of the day, like, to be very honest, like, the the right thinks they're owning us with this, like, you know, yeah. Biden, like Hunter Biden indictment. But really, like, this is what the left wants. We want less people to be able to get guts. Bingo. Like, this is positive for the left. Like, and that's like, I don't need an exception for Hunter Biden. I'm happy to yeah. see anybody getting tried for this. Like, yeah. this is what we want. Like, yeah, he shouldn't have had a gun. It's just like people shouldn't be having guns at the end of the day, really. And I, I, I'm curious to see the way that like the White House packages this because it, they really can look like even everyone, even my son is not exempt. Yeah, from gun laws, and they mm-hmm. and, and it should be harder to get a gun. Why he could he could just lie like it was that easy, and he was able to still right. get the weapon. We um, want it to be harder for people to get guns. This is a win for us, <laughs> like. And of course, they also kind of same topic. They've launched an 
impeachment inquiry into Biden now over his son working at that company, Burisma. I think that's yeah, that's been a clown it's, show. It's been a clown show because they don't have any evidence, and they're just right. <laughs> like. And this is the thing. Again, them thinking they're owning us. See, that was nepotism. Him getting that job. Yeah, it was, and he shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have had that fucking job. Like he shouldn't have been like a hundred percent. Like right. We don't we don't kiss the feet of our politicians like y'all do with Trump. And that's the problem is they think that like he, he's not our, Biden's not our king over here. He's not above scrutiny for us. I have zero investment in that man. I said zero investment. Okay. We barely wanted him as president. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Like I my allegiance is to liberal policies. Yes. Yes. Not to him. Like we don't stand, really been... we don't stand politicians. That's an embarrassing thing to do. In this day and age, absolutely. But it's going to be annoying. This is going to be talked about forever with the right. It's just really their ability to make anything into a huge topic. Like it's still it gives her emails yep. conversation. It's yep. they're still they still have their playbook. And it's still Biden's laptop. And I was seeing, I was watching a TikTok where they were doing the street interviews with people. And like the majority of conservatives right now, I will say it seems to be, they, they think that Biden has been indicted for his laptop. (laughs) They don't even know what the charges are. What the charges are. No. Because if they really did know, they would probably be like, oh no, free him. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's so silly. We've got to a place where like we're really debating with idiots and it shows every day. The fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene really was showing pornography on the congressional floor. It was like stuff from the laptop being like, this is the president's son. Baby, I don't want to see that. And it's I now it's like, this. right. Like, I also didn't understand her point. I didn't either. That's the, there was no point. She just wanted to embarrass him, I guess. I'm like there was no reason why that needed to be shown. You can you can describe it to us. Also, what's like, the crime here? I was like, is it underage porn? And if that's the case, then like, bitch, you in trouble too for showing you. So what are we like? What are we doing here? Like, so I'm supposed to care that the man was watching legal, regular porn, porn. girl. If you don't shut the fuck up. Marjorie Taylor Greene is such a joke. But yeah, the indictment's annoying. It's going to be a thing that they're talking about, especially with Trump, who I guess we can go into the next topic. Trump has another lawsuit. I can't keep up at this point in time. Me neither. What's this one? But I, this one is particularly funny because he's being tried for fraud. Which is essentially, he's getting in trouble because he lied about his net worth and therefore got favorable financial terms, mm. which to me is a very hilarious one. And I know hurts him a little. Mm. And it's a really big strike to his ego because his whole ego is, I'm super rich. And it's essentially, for him. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The case is that, like, actually, you just were lying. Like, some of the things he lied about were funny. Like, he said his, like, condo was like 30,000 square feet. And they're like, well, it's actually like 10,000 square feet, which is still <laughs> a lot. But. <laughs> And they were like, 
but that was the difference between like ten hundred million dollar net worth and value, right? So you and lie. what you're and what he's able to borrow against, and that's exactly what the whole thing is about. Yeah. It's like he was able to borrow against that, basically saying he made he was worth more than what he was really worth. Like they said, that change between eleven thousand square feet to thirty thousand square feet was an overvaluation between. 114 million and 207 million. Wow. And see, like for the whole thing with Trump is like that myth building around him and the like facade of being more rich than he is, is what got him to the presidency, right? Like it's what put him on the show, The Apprentice with the gold toilets and gave the idea that he is this great businessman. And we Mm -hmm. now know that Trump is not even a good businessman, yeah. a piss poor businessman. <laughs> but it was that like the idea of that put people like trusted him and gave him mm-hmm. some amount of credibility where yeah. a lot of people till now will still be like, well, you know, what America needs is a good businessman in charge. And you're like, and, uh, well, it ain't that. Trump. It ain't Trump. I still find it hilarious. I think the daily did the podcast on uh, Trump's family and I just thought it's hilarious that his dad was like, yo, don't give that man none of my money. Right. Trump essentially stole all his dad's, like, took his dad's name and, like, ran with it. And his dad did not. He was like, no, that man's dumb. Like, he, <laughs> he legit was like, he's dumb. I don't want him to do nothing with my business. Did not rate him. Did Was like, absolutely not. Like, but people. And this is the daddy that did go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> was like, No. And even, even then, he was just like, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't even want to do crime with him. <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, so Trump's going to supposedly be in the courtroom. It starts tomorrow. He will actually be there. It's no jury. It's a civil. Yeah. Suit, so he'll probably have to pay some money. Mm-hmm. Um, but that man, he going to stay in the courtroom. I know. I'm exhausted for him. <laughs> like, that man stay in the courtroom, child. And side note, you heard that somebody took a plea deal in the RICO charge. I, I forget who that. they said it I've been was. so out of yeah. it. But we knew so that was coming. We knew, we it knew was that coming. was going to come. Someone has taken, has taken a plea deal, which means they finna start snitching. I'm excited to see, see how it. those court cases unfold and what we find out. Right? Me too. Because I know it's so much mess. Like, it's just crazy that those people really like tied themselves to him like that. Maybe when I say I want this on television, like I need every day televised, I'm going to be watching it like the OJ trial. I can't wait. I will be seated because the mess, the mess, the mess. I'm ready to see when Rudy Giuliani going to crack. I don't think he got it in him. Like, I don't think he got it. In. And I know that man, because the problem with the Georgia thing is, the minimum is five years. Right. And that man is not trying to do time. I, everybody's going to be no in the Spider-Man all. meme, pointing fingers <laughs> all over the place. So we'll see. We'll see how those fall, how the cookies fall. Rest in peace to Senator Feinstein. I'm, I'm ducking, y'all. Rest in peace. I think it's truly like, we have to really talk about this. And being fair, right? It's an issue on both sides. Mm-hmm. 
to be honest i'll say it's, it's a worse issue on the democrat side right and we're being very honest here like the idea that people think you should be at a job till you die is crazy it's crazy my daughter just got home. That's mommy's. Come on. <laughs> mommy's recording. What's butter? What's butter, mommy? What's butter? Butter? What's I see. Mommy's recording. We're almost done, okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A special word from Kim. Yes. <laughs> but Senators, Senator Feinstein has passed away. I forget what her actual age was, but essentially, for the last at least year, she's not. She's essentially hasn't been able to do her job. They literally roll her in for votes. For votes, yeah. And have made it so very clear that she is not cognizant. No, to even vote like <laughs> unbelievable stuff. Like it's truly unbelievable. And yeah, we need to have a conversation of like, yo, at what point and how do we like remove politicians they're just too old there has to be a point where it's just like you're not you you don't have the faculties not only are you just out of touch like forget the out of touch part just like you cannot vote you do not understand what you are voting for doctors have said they have prescribed people alzheimer's medications who are congress members and congressmen and obviously we don't want to get into the ableist territory but there are some jobs, listen, if a pilot has certain cognitive disorders, they can't be a pilot no more. And that's, you know that's I mean? the point, right? Is that people be like, it's ageist, it's ageist. And it's like, eh. I'm not saying we need a, a specific cutoff age, right? Yeah. Because, you know, some people into their 90s, and I pray to God that my dad into his 90s will still be mentally fully capable and yeah. everything. But that's not the case for a lot of people, right? Yeah. And there needs to be some type of like aptitude test that they give them after a certain yeah. age to make sure that you're able to like be useful, do the job. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, like with, what's his name now? Why am I blanking? Which one? Mitch McConnell. Oof. With him being it, like, you're not able to answer questions. Yeah. Without having gaps. Like, come on, let's be real. And it was very obvious he was having like and like uh, either a little seizure, a little something. Like he like was you aren't you aren't able to do this job. It's clear. Well, I was like, I was like, y'all need to get him to a hospital. I don't even like that man. And when I saw that, I was like, Y'all need to get him to a hospital. It, it looked like he just had a stroke. And they're and just this like, is where it comes down to where it's like, okay, so we just have bodies in seats, right? And it's everyone just towing the party line and just like voting with your party because mm-hmm. we've already accepted that it is okay that these people cannot independently come up with ideas and thoughts and how to vote, right? That we're just reeling them in to vote however the rest of their party is voting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree. It's not useful. Right? Can Mitch McConnell and his can he actually sponsor legislation? The thing that's so interesting about Mitch McConnell, I'm surprised he has not retired and like completely stuff. Mostly because like, so you think of the last like big Republican leaders like Paul Ryan, I forget who the other guy, Bain, Bomber, Bamer, Boehner, 
at some point when they felt like they lost control of the party, they were like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go do something else. And I'm just very surprised that he's still pushing through. Like, he clearly has no control of the party anymore. You barely hear about Mitch McConnell anymore. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Kevin McCarthy's kind of the new leader. It's like Matt Gates, like M- MTG. Those people you hear about, you don't even hear about that man anymore. But why would he, though, leads? Like, it is what, also, a paycheck for doing before. nothing. And it's influence, and it's all ego. At the end of the day, all that's these politicians it. are crazy. It's, that's so. it. Like, and I think the other people, like, dropped off because they actually, they were, like, in their 50s. So to them, they're like, well, I, I can go do something else. Whereas mm-hmm. him, it's like, Where this else is, is he going to go? He's not like, going to go get another right. He's not going to go sit on somebody's board. Like, it, it's kind of. And let's be honest. Like, it is a very, the job of a senator, it, it's how much work you make it. Yes. Especially you know, in his case. He, he's right. not campaigning. It's very minimal, you know what I mean? Like, and you're getting a salary. Like he's not campaigning. You, no you one's probably have to push him. my ass out too. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Rest in peace to Miss Feinstein. You should have been retired. I mean, she was going out, I will say. She had finally said she wasn't gonna run again. She was down to like one eye, couldn't walk. Like it was literally, they were wheeling in a bag of bones in there every like. <sighs> it's almost to be, uh, it's unethical. Y'all had that one, like you know what I mean. Truly like, unethical. <laughs> Truly unethical. Y'all propping her up to look human and shit. Like just cut it out. That woman needed to be in we hospice. We kept at Bernie's every time it was time to vote. She needed to be at hospice, say about her family, kissing her loved ones. It said, I think they said the day before she was voting. I'm sorry. That's crazy. That's a crazy way to go out. Insane. On, on to lighter topics of, that aren't related to death. <laughs> but something that is annoying me. Can we talk about Miss Bobby? You know, you're a, you're a, you're a mom now. Yeah. You know, so I know you were introduced to her. So I, yeah, I was introduced to Bobby on Mom Talk. Mm-hmm. So she used to like exclusively like make mom content. She had the same kind of like, you know, like sardonic personality where like the joke was she, her first daughter, she said her name was Richard and the second one was Cement was, or Concrete. I think she said she named them. And it was like very much dry, a very dry sense of humor. I mean, I never found her too funny. I really followed her mostly for the fact that she had very lopsided boobs. Like, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, the difference between, like, an A cup and, like, a double D from breastfeeding. And I thought that was interesting. And she would just, like, not try to even them out either, you know? Yeah. So, um, her Bobby children Altop ended up... we're talking about. Yeah. So, her daughters ended up... She was contacted that, like, images of her daughter did end up in the dark web. So, she decided... Oh, wow. to- yeah, but I have my opinions on that because it is just like, again, I share my child online and that's like kind of the risk, you know, you yeah. take, you know, I take fully clothed pictures of my child. I would never show yeah. them, you know, yeah. like I'm not going to make content for these people, yeah. but that is a risk, you know? Yeah. So she decided to stop showing her child and mm-hmm. the pivot she decided to make was podcasting. 
Mm-hmm. So it seems to me she's like ha- had a neighbor, told a neighbor she wanted a podcast. Mm-hmm. And first podcast guest out the gate is was Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And she's kind of been on a little roll since, right? She's has done interviews with a lot of people, obviously Drake. Mostly Lil, most Lil Yachty, a lot of rappers. I was on her page today. I saw she did something with uh, Jay Bolvan. Also, I think she had Tosh on her show, which I'm like, where did that man go? I have no idea, but he yeah, right? was, has been interviewed by her. And she, you know, I get her. She has a bit. And the point I'm, I'm getting at is this weekend, there's been a lot of conversation around. Mm-hmm. She did an interview with Offset. Offset was great on it. He did Very. exactly what he was supposed to do. Dragged the hell out of her. Right. And all of a sudden, it's there's all this discourse around her. And I'm getting to a point where I'm looking at Twitter and I'm seeing a lot of things from TikTok are going to, coming to Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, it used to be like something yeah. would happen on Twitter and it gets on Instagram, then eventually it gets on Facebook. You know how. So TikTok is now having a moment where they're getting a lot of stuff that's getting to Twitter. And I'm noticing that, like, as we've always known, things that are popular on one medium reflect very differently on a different media. Mm-hmm. And it's not just her. This has happened a few times. And people on Twitter do not understand the jokes, bits, but they're going to do to it what they do on Twitter, which is write think pieces because Twitter is... Text. Well, I think what's happening with the Twitter of it all is... So first off, a couple of weeks ago, as she started popping up, you get a lot of people calling her an industry plant. Which mm-hmm. is kind of ridiculous because, babe, what industry? Podcast industry? Yeah, I don't... People throw that word around so loosely. Around, I'm at a point where, like, what is an industry plant? What is it? Someone will have marketing and they'll be like, industry plant. No, baby, that's just marketing. That's like... <laughs> that's what right. marketing is. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I see what's happening with Twitter. I see is... You had sent me, like, tweets by, like, um, I think that girl, Naima, maybe is her name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think what's happening is di- like a lot of fairly disgruntled just journalists. Yes. Definitely. I think, you know, what Twitter has done by taking away like verified checks. Yeah. It's, it's like really handicapped a lot of like real writers. You know? mm-hmm. And it is hard to see like there are people who've made a living as hip hop interviewers, right? Mm-hmm. Hip hop mm-hmm. journalists. We print media has all but vanished, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are like, they don't have access mm-hmm. to celebrity, like, you know what I mean? To be They're able to do to, yeah. that offset interview. And seeing someone like Bobby, who does not care, it doesn't seem to take it seriously. The joke is that she doesn't know anything about these people, mm-hmm. has done no research, getting access. I think it's difficult for them to see. Yeah, I get that. But I think when things become an issue for me is when you, it becomes like, okay, we're going to pile on to her. It's like, she didn't create this. Right. She's not the issue, right? She's a symptom of like, right. Right. And I will say back to my point about like not understanding things. The first time I noticed this was when there's a TikToker who's pretty popular on TikTok and his whole bit, because what I've noticed about TikTok is a lot of people's things is a bit. They have a bit and they just drag that bit out. His bit is, I don't like London. I think London is overrated. 
And all he does is go around and talk shit about London. It's the joke, right? right? Like, mm-hmm. he'll be like, this y'all food? Ill, blah, 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 blah. So he visited Paris. And I think oh, he had- that guy. Is that what he did? Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. That's his whole joke. And he was one of the- That did not translate on Twitter. People all. were mad as fuck. Oh, my and, God. And they were like, oh, my God, why don't y'all say him? I'm like, y'all, that's his whole joke. That man got invited to a Burner Boy concert, VIP access. Off of that joke of like how shitty London was. Right. Right. And part of it when he first started was kind of informational. And I did learn, like he was like, people show you London, they show you downtown. Let me show you what the London suburbs look like. And it was the first time I realized, oh, London suburbs are fucking ugly. He was like, right. yeah, they're <laughs> ugly. They're like, you'll be seeing downtown. Let me show you what London really looks like. And then he made that into a bit. And then eventually he went to Paris and did the same thing for Paris. And it did not translate. And people were, I'm talking think pieces. It down, you got to a point you had people in there talking about this is disrespectful to the migrants who live in Paris and blah blah blah. I was like, baby, first off, France is a colonial power. Let that was my thing. I was like, way. people were twisting themselves into knots to cape for a colonial power, and okay, one of the like, most vicious, okay? Vicious ones, like bring it back. Paris don't need y'all defending it. And it don't need your PR. Like, what the fuck? Okay. Like- also, nothing old dude said was something that people have not said about Paris. It is dirty. I ain't never been. And the one thing you always hear from every person who's visited, love it or like not, it is very dirty. That's what you said. saying. It's dirty. He don't like the food that much. Everyone's smoking. Cigarettes everywhere. Nothing new. And Twitter was just on it. And I'm like, you guys need to. I, I'm telling the millennials this out of love. Y'all are getting to the point you're getting old. Yeah. And not old in age. We're starting not old like, in age. Yeah. old in mind. Yeah, I was like, I'm never going to get old. I'm always going to age, but I'm never going to get old. Because one thing I said, I promise I'm going to do is when I see what the younger generation does, I'm not going to immediately jump to judgment. Yep. And a lot of it is just like this immediate jump to like judgment, not trying to understand the humor of Gen Z. You don't have to like the humor. Just and like, I even like that's a larger thing I've noticed in terms of anything. Like I try not to engage in those conversations, but even in like outside of online. You know, mm-hmm. you have people like in their thirties, my, who will be like oh, the sh- complaining about the kids today, the kids today. And I'm like, you sound like a crotchety ass old bitch. Like Ooh, cut that shit out. Like it's so lame. Let the kids have fun. I hate that shit. I hate it too. I hate it too. Like there were like videos of people, like kids, you know, they do the first, first day of school. They're showing their outfit. People are like, why are they so concentrated? Bitch, you weren't a kid before. It's their children. I think one of the worst things that we do in society is we treat the things that teenagers are interested in as as if it's like stupid, silly shit. And I oh, really, yeah. really hate that as a country. Because like, yes, we understand that as a teenager, the things you think are very important are not going to be important when you get older. But that doesn't mean that those years don't matter and the things that they're right. into don't matter. It's one of the reasons why, like, I listen to Olivia Rodrigo and people are like, why are you listening to that? Oh my God, it's just such a teenage girl. It's such oh, I love and her. The thing that I, I loved about the first album is that she just leans into that. And yeah. it brought me back to when I was a teenager because what is being a teenager? It's so fucking angsty. Like, yeah, you, know, you like this boy. He likes you. Oh my God, your boobs are too small. You're insecure. And I'm like, I love that she purposely like displays like, this is what it's like to be a teenager right now. I was thinking that when I was watching the Adam Sandler movie. It's about bar mitzvahs. Oh, yes. yes, yes real yes. life daughters on there. And it's just like the drama of how everything feels so dire. 
in your yes. teenage years. Everything yes. is so embarrassing. You're going to die. I can't yes. go back to school. Like everything feels so dramatic and dire. Right. Yeah. And like watching that movie, it took me back to that place. But the problem is, is like, it's this thing of not respect. Like it's a respect issue. Right. Yeah. And what comes down to in this country, like we don't have a lot of respect for children in general. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like, it's also, a, and it's, I've noticed this since I've had a kid, it's at all levels of like yeah. ages of children, right? Yeah. Even like the idea of like people being jealous of children online. Well, I didn't have that when I was a kid, right? And it's like, well, you should yeah. be happy that the, like they do it a lot with gentle parenting and be mm -hmm. like, my parents beat my ass. So I'm gonna beat my kid's ass. And like, there's a lot of this like weirdo, like you're, you don't want the next generation to do better. To do better. Like, it's weird, right? And it yeah. comes, it's the same thing they do with like, especially <clears throat> I notice it the most on TikTok with things black kids enjoy. Yes. Yes. Right? Like yes. prom. Yes. My favorite time on TikTok, black prom. I fucking love it. I love I it. I love to see those kids deck the hell out, getting matching cars, getting custom dresses. And a lot of times it's like, I grew up in the South, like in Miami. Like I know those yeah. types of dresses. Like people's mamas be making them. People's grandmothers. Yes. So like nobody is foreclosing on their house because they were yes. like, getting ready for prom. But the way people make it, like it's such a waste of money. They so stupid. And it's like let the kids have fun. Also, it, they only talk about it being a waste of money when it's black kids. And the reason why is because there's an assumption that they're poor. Because mm -hmm. let me tell you, them white kids be spending money on their fucking proms. I don't know yep. what the hell y'all are talking about. Yep. Like crazy amounts of money. The photographers, they be written out places, having pre-parties before the prom. Like you only, you're only saying something because you're assuming that because it is a black kid, they are poor and their parents are making finance irresponsible financial decisions and i'm like honestly prom's not that expensive it's one night it don't yes. cost nothing to rent a car for one night exactly people be written suits you know what i mean written dresses you know it, it's not it's you it's, it's a, you it's a lot for. of assumptions and it's also what comes down to it is they do it to black kids because they don't think that they are worthy of that and yes. even when it's black people Right. Yes. Because no one thought you were worthy of putting the effort in to doing that, sewing that dress for you, doing that thing for you. Right. Is mm -hmm. that you see and you're like, Pfft. or people will be like, what are the grades you look like? Are they even going to college? They're so worried about prom. And it's like, can you just let people have fun? Fun. Let when you see the white fun. kids dress for prom, you don't be worried about well, what are the grades like at all. But sorry, back to the topic at hand. We got on our little rant that we yeah. love to do. <laughs> but so Bobby, but I think it was a worthy rant because no, that was a great rant. Was, yeah, but it kind of does talk touch on the topic of like not understanding something, right? Like, so I get where the journals are coming from. Is like, like, damn, our journal we don't have as much impact. This is the next generation, but it's it started to become oh, she doesn't know what's going on. It's so disrespectful. First off, everyone who joins her interviews wanted to do the interview with her. Mm -hmm. It's her bit. It's kind of like, to me, kind of a reverse interview because typically in interviews, you know the person. You know what I mean? You're asking questions where it's the complete opposite. And I understand why they like to go on it because it allows them to sit and talk about what they want to talk about. Like I was right. watching her interview of Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo clearly went on there because he wanted to talk about this podcast series he's doing, which is for his next album. And she was like, I don't know who you are. What you doing? What, what do you do for a living? And then it's mm -hmm. allowed him just to talk. 
right? No hard hitting questions. Mm-hmm. And people go, well, that's killing journalism. I'm like, okay, true, but there's always been a talk show circuit. I was is- going to say, and that's the problem. It's like when people go on Ellen, is that killing journalism? Like another, like it's, a, it's soft journalism. It's, you know what I mean? Like it's just an extension of like a daytime talk show. And I will but say, it- like, I enjoy. Like Bobby is a non-factor in, you know what I mean? In the podcast, yeah. like she's not doing enough of anything to even critique, yeah. like, but it gives space for you to really see an artist's personality. Exactly. And this is why one of the problems I was having with a lot of the critiques to me is one, they were sounding very haterish. A lot of people mm-hmm. sound like haters. The, yeah. y- y'all were just be, y'all were just upset that she got to interview Offset and Drake, who are two people are probably very hard to interview and now you're upset because this girl got it. Okay, like, fine. What I don't like is when people start to try to make it into like, obviously racial dynamics matter, but like, of course, try to make it into like, it's an anti, her existence is just anti-black. And I'm like... And this is where like, we get into like, she's a symptom, she's not the problem. She's not a symptom, yeah. Like, it's this like, and let's be for real, right? Like, does a black girl get that opportunity if she like for being a mom? No, no, she just doesn't get that, right? But unfortunately, that's not Bobby's fault. She didn't make that her. You know what I mean? It's it's not no, her fault, not. right? Like, what the problem I have is that, like, okay, so the next time you see a black girl who's trying to get it off there, like. First off, don't put crazy high standards on her like we are wont to do. Yeah. Give her the same great, you know what I mean? Like uplift her and try to give, that's all we can do. Yeah. Right. Like trying to even the playing field for ourselves, but like blaming Bobby doesn't change anything. Uh, And also before before I'll start to, you know, start to like do think pieces on TikTok things, please make sure y'all do y'all research because a lot of y'all are looking really stupid online. Like, like you're not getting that. It's a joke, sis. That's that's not her whole personality. Like, I think there's a video with her. She's with Suki. And, you know, she's doing her bit. She's standing there looking uninterested and they're dancing all mm-hmm. around her. And they're like, oh, my God, why she keep doing this in black spaces? Acting like she's uninterested in our culture. Girl. See, people be like, acting like she's better than it. And I'm like, you guys are doing, tone it down. Too much. You're doing too much. Like, calm it down. Like, like this is, and my- it's like, it's her brand and she did that with motherhood, right? Like she wasn't acting like she was too good for her children. You know what I mean? No, it's like, the part, like that's her, her bit. Like is I'm a, I have, I'm a white woman with no personality. I don't understand anything. That's the bit. Right. And you don't have to like the bit, but don't be dragging it for a weekend and then try to bring black trauma into it. That's, that's what I hate. Like, Listen, like, if you don't like something, just, just say you don't like it. We have enough like, real I, things going on. Yeah, Y'all don't need to invent it. In, invent things like let it go let that girl and y'all are only helping her too that's the other thing i'll be have hating about twitter conversation is like you'll drag someone forever and they be racking up they following because i went and then watched some bobby content because i'm like y'all are talking about this girl so much let me go see what she's doing that part that's true and i was like she actually is kind of funny sometimes like she did a video i think she's interviewing jay bold and he's like 
why are you an industry plant? And then she's like talking about it. And she was being hilarious. She said, well, they just showed up at my house and they said, they're going to take 78% of everything that I own. Um, I think that was a fair split. And he was like, you thought I was a good split? I thought that was a great split. She said, they also said they're going to have my next child. So I agreed to that. Like, I was like, oh, she actually does have some humor. To no, me. she is funny. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Like, it's just. She's funny. It's very much of the same vein of funny Marco, who I think I think that man is hilarious. <laughs> so I think he's hilarious too. And it's funny because I just saw a TikTok where someone was asking, he's like, How do you feel about Bobby? Like she stole your whole shit. Oh Yachty. Yes, no Yachty, yes. That listen, hilarious. He said, Now you sitting over here with dirty socks on, twenty twenty dollars in your pocket. And little Yachty's someone who is hilarious. I, like his hilarious. music does nothing for me, but he's hilarious. Hilarious. Like, hilarious. So yeah, like y'all, I, I get you're upset, but point it in the right direction. And also just let the kids have fun. And, and again, what it ties to is that like, I don't get what this funny, this humor is about. I don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. Then maybe it's not for you. That part. And I think it's also like millennials realizing that like, we are aging out of the target demographic, right? Like the oldest millennials are over 40, right? And like that key like advertiser demo is the 15 to like 35, you know what I mean? Area. And like, as we're aging out, like the content isn't going to be for you. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing It's like millennials, not wanting this stuff. I'm sorry, honey, we are getting older and we are no longer the target demographic for everything. We're not going to understand things. But you guys know what? You can learn. You can sit and try to learn the thing. And that's what I try to do. Like, I don't get someone like, oh, what are the kids into? Right. Like, I, it may not be for me, but like, at least it keeps me from writing think pieces. And it's like, it's going to keep me hit. Because one thing I refuse to do is be an old bitch. I'm not going to Not in my whole life. Like, not in my whole life. I'm always going to be in touch. Hit, I'm going to have okay? a pulse on what is yes. going on. Yes. <laughs> I like pop culture too much to ever let myself be out so out of the loop and out of touch. Never. Yeah. So it was, but it was really pissing me off this week because I'm like, y'all stop bringing things from TikTok to Twitter. They don't translate. Hang it up flat screen, y'all. It's okay. Well, unfortunately, Twitter's going to be like gone soon, I think. Like, yeah, I think it's on the side. I'm not paying for it. No. And it's not even about me necessarily not wanting to pay. It's me not wanting to be on a platform with other people who pay for it. Other people who pay for it. Like already I look at blue checkmark people and I want to die. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's sad because I just, I don't know where to take my talents to, you know, I'm trying to make more TikToks, but it's like, it's a visual medium. It takes more. And baby, it takes a lot. To, think, <laughs> to make videos and shit. You start doing something simple. I'm trying to obviously make some content with my travel. I'm like, oh, baby, just trying to get the framing and angling down and the lighting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this is work. Yeah, it like, is. Like, trying to get, like, I'm like, oh. And it's like, I just wanted to get a quick joke off. And now I'm like, fucking around with lighting. Like, I got to get a mic on. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, it's it's sad. It just sucks that he really came in and just like was like, I'm gonna just destroy this shit. Yeah. They had an interview where they're interviewing the CEO because he's not the CEO anymore. And they were like, it it was basically very apparent 
that Elon didn't tell her nothing about everything being paid. And she was put up there on the spot and was just looking kind of dumb. And I was like, damn, girl, you signed up for this job. He got you right looking crazy. Like, he didn't even discuss this with you. She was like, oh, he said everything, everyone's going to have to pay. And the interview was like, yeah, he said it just now. It was like an hour or so ago. And she was like. But that goes to show you he just says things, right? (laughs) Very Kanye of it all. (laughs) I guess our last topic is the government didn't shut down which is good. I live in D.C. For most people, government shutdowns are like things y'all don't really concern about, but people who live in D.C., like, it'd be our first It's a big deal. Right, right, right. (laughs) Don't have jobs. You don't know if they can go to work or not. Right. All the museums close. They didn't shut down the government, were able to reach a deal, but now House Republicans are saying they might be trying to hit Kevin McCarthy out. Well, at least Matt Gates is trying to remove him from his leadership. Right. And then, so some other House Republicans were like, if he does that, we're going to try to get rid of Matt Gates because we're tired of him. So it's becoming a fight. But the house, that's the house has like the degeneration of what is like, they need a reality show. At this point, absolutely. The real housewives of Congress, like of Capitol Hill, bring that shit on. It is the Republican Party is such a mess right now. If it wasn't that they were in charge of handling things for the largest country in the world, like largest economy in the world, biggest military in the world, it would be hilarious. That Lauren Brobart thing of her getting kicked out, Beetlejuice. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> for trying to give a hand job at a children's a, a children's movie. Like the show is for children. There were children present. And this like, is the b- bitch always screaming about groomers and drag shows. This didn't get a second date. Supposedly it was just like a date. It wasn't even like her man. No, <laughs> it was a date. It was a date. It is a fucking shit show on Capitol Hill. Like it's embarrassing. We are in our flop era, but yeah, HBO real world Capitol Hill going to get that together. For real. Going to get this together. So we'll see if the government shuts down again. I think it's like a stopgap for 45 days and see if they yeah. can like work through something. I, it's all this stuff. Like, I just don't know how this is all going to play into the election next year. And I'm like, I'm going to come back for my trip and it's going to be full swing election season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not looking forward to this one. Me neither. Especially because, like, Biden could lose. Like, like I'm I've scared. become so disillusioned, and it's just like all of it is terrifying. Obviously, like that's kind of the point of our podcast here is like telling you guys what you need to be mad about and discussing it. And it's like election year, this this next year is gonna be we're gonna be an angry podcast. It's gonna get real <laughs> angry over here. Just prepare yourself. <laughs> it's about to be a mess between. Biden's son, the thousand of Trump trials, the Republican convention, which at this point, it's just Trump. It's very obvious. It's crazy that all those people are getting together to debate, knowing they are going to lose. Like, it, I don't think it's ever been so clear that they are not going to win. That man don't even show up to the debates. He's I know. Like, not even worth my time. And he's it's not kind of, wrong. And he's not wrong. It's kind of like hilarious. So he's just like, girl, I'm not even. 
He said, y'all not going to get a press conference off of me. Right. I'm not giving y'all, I'm not letting y'all have some of my attention. My attention. I'm not stepping on that stage with y'all. A mess. A mess. But we'll be here to cover it. Yep. Have you been watching anything fun lately? Reading anything yes, fun? Absolutely. I have gotten back into American Horror Story. For y'all that I don't know, I, I watched the first American Horror Story when it originally aired in, mm-hmm. in high school. And I kind of fell off after that, but that I tend to do that. Like mm-hmm. it's really hard to keep up with TV shows. So I've gotten back into it. And baby, Ryan Murphy be right his fucking ass off in these shows. They, they are so fucking good. Are you like catching up or are you watching the current season? I'm catching up. So I just finished, I just finished Roanoke, which I will say is the scariest that I have watched of his. Story. Okay. Because they're not always scary, but this yeah, one... Yeah, I haven't... I don't know the last one I've actually watched. But I do... I did want to watch this, like, newest season. I might I might start watching it, too. Yeah. But I've really enjoyed it. It's it's just a fun show, but, like, it keeps you engaged. Roanoke was very scary. I will still say Murder House so far has been my favorite. Actually, Asylum's been my favorite, which is season two. Okay. Most people rank, like... Season two. I like to say I, Asylum, like of the ones I watched, I remember that, and that was one of my favorites. Asylum was easy. Murder House, the crazy thing is, Murder House is still often rated as the best or the second best one, and it was the first one. And I will say, I liked it, it a lot too. Yeah. It was good. So I, I started to I fall off around the fourth season when they had the circus. I watched half of it and stopped. I fell off. I didn't finish that season. I watched Coven. I see why people love it. I will say it's not my favorite, but I see why people love that one. The gays love that one. They love COVID. Like, I think it's just all the women, which is yeah. it's just very yeah. gay-coded. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. So I think maybe I'll watch Delicate to see how Emma Roberts, who's supposedly transphobic, is <laughs> doing on him. Said, don't you mean lady? Lady? <laughs> I'm calling for that now. Emma Lady Roberts. <laughs> uh, what about you? Um, have I been watching anything particularly fun? I did enjoy the other black girl on Hulu. Okay, is it good? Yeah, so it's um like, you know, not sci-fi, but like in that like realm, a lot of like our old job flashbacks. Where it's like okay. one girl's at a job and then another black another black girl shows up and mm-hmm. it, it's good. It's good. Okay. I think it's worth the watch for sure. I enjoyed that. I just finished White Savior, which we'll be reviewing this week, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so uh, how that long later. is that? It's three episodes. Okay. I'll I'll probably start that tonight then. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, covered a good amount of topics today. We will be back next week. Anything else we need to tell them? That's it. Enjoy your week, guys.